Everybody, today is the beginning of a short series on trauma, and it's going to be a series because, oh, do I have a lot to say. Now, before you click away or skip ahead, please, please, please hear me out on why this applies to every single one of you and why awareness of trauma is so, so, so important. If it doesn't affect you directly, If you somehow managed to have such a mega privileged life that trauma hasn't affected you, then I need you to keep listening so that you can grow your awareness for the sake of your family and friends. I decided to do this now because we need more conversations about trauma and being trauma informed, trauma responses, generational trauma, the difference between mental illness and mental mental injury due to trauma and how all of these things are related to health and autoimmune issues. Trauma is stored in the body. And the reason that I felt this topic is urgent right now is because of all of the trauma surrounding racism, oppression, civil rights, discrimination. And I think it's safe to say that right now, a significant percentage of the United States and maybe even the world is experiencing some level of trauma bubbling to the surface and spilling over as a lot of people are passionately talking about taking action to stand up for what's right and to be part of the change, to begin to heal part of the trauma that has been carried on in this country for generations. This is such a huge and also heavy topic. And I really spent a lot of time thinking about what I wanted to say, because there are many parts of trauma And from my personal experience, a large portion of the population doesn't realize what trauma looks like and what trauma responses look like and how that can lead to health problems. Very much of my own past traumas and unaddressed traumas, which I will definitely get into, they definitely played a role in the storm of symptoms that led my health down the dark path of autoimmune disease that I'm always talking about. And I'm going to explain about how all of that happens. Now, I know I usually keep the episodes to 20 minutes and I speak rather quickly in order to get it all done in 20 minutes or less to keep the editing editing cost down. And that's unfortunately still a hindrance for me financially. But this is so important that here's what I think I'm going to do. This is too important. And stuff like this is exactly why I'm so passionate about doing this show in the first place. So a little warning. After this episode, the next few episodes for this trauma mini series, um, you might hear it with no intro music and no editing. Um, but that it matters more for me to get the info out to you instead of waiting until the budget is there. And if you but if you would like to support the show by donating a dollar or two, I still don't have full time work. So it, it's a daily battle for me financially. I would love your support. Uh, if you want to pledge one, two or five dollars a month at patreon.com slash Kelly Wilson. And I'm also going to put my Venmo and Cash App links in the show notes as well. Quite literally, every dollar is just helping me cover the bare minimum costs of running FitFizz as of right now. So I appreciate 
any and any support, any and all support. Um, if you have a business that you'd like to promote or help sponsor the show that way, email me, contact me however you can, kelly at fitfizstudio.com for more details. And in case you're new to the show, I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of fitfizstudio.com, and I am a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 25 years. I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory, even when it's pretty hard to do. The information shared is for educational and informational purposes only. None of the contents should be interpreted as a, interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe. And obviously, I'm not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. And although there are several uh, therapists, professionals that I would love to have on the show eventually who can go much further into depth on trauma than I can. But once again, that comes back around to needing the budget to produce longer shows to make it worth everybody's time. So I hope that for now, you can learn enough from me to open your eyes a whole lot with on everything to do with trauma. Now, as I said, there's so much to say. And what prompted me uh, to do this all now is because of the rightful uprising surrounding Black Lives Matter, racism, anti-racism, racial inequality, an equality that we so desperately need. It's all so prevalent and on the very surface of society right now. It's a good thing, but it's also very distressing for a lot of people, right? So that's what's what prompted this. And I've been on some Zoom calls with therapists who coach coaches like me and webinars for anyone wanting to take action for racial injustices. And every single one of the therapists on these webinars and cl online classes I've been a part of, they have mentioned quite affirmatively that watching the murder of George Floyd is a traumatic event period. People are affected by seeing this video and everything that has spiraled afterwards. And it's quite different than the violence we see on movies or video games, because not only is it real, but it comes after a seemingly endless list of Black people in America being wrongfully abused and murdered at the hands of police or by racists. Uh, and these injustices have just been snowballing. Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, just shortly before George Floyd, and all in the midst of COVID, a worldwide pandemic that has also been killing a lot more people of color than white people. And why are people of color more affected by COVID? It all comes back to generations of oppression and how trauma lives in the body. It compromises the immune system and it manifests itself into various diseases. And I'm going to elaborate more on the health and disease aspect on another part of this series. And as I'm saying all of this, I'm feeling so fired up inside. And like, I, I just I really want to go on this rant of my own personal feelings of all of these wrongs and how angry I am that black people and people of color face so much racism every single day in this country. And this country that was founded on racism, it's disgusting. And we know that. But I'm going to try to stay on topic with how this all relates to health. Um, now, from what I know of my listeners, I'm thrilled that my audience is a mix of genders and races. I love that. So while I am going to keep coming back to racism and trauma or oppression and trauma, and I'm going to give examples of sexual assault and trauma, I want you to keep two things in mind. Number one, 
if this stuff is bringing you down or if you're the type of person who is like, oh, I just only like happy things. I need good vibes only. This stuff is depressing. I'm just going to skip it. I am begging you. I'm begging you to hang in there with me. Please listen. Bypassing things like this because you prefer to stay in your comfort zone and only focus on happy things, it's not healthy. It's not. And you might not like me for saying this, but I don't sugarcoat important things. If you're thinking about skipping these episodes because it brings up some icky feelings, I'm going to say it. You're part of the problem. And I'm sorry if that hurts, but here's why. This stuff I'm teaching on this series about trauma, this is one aspect of the stuff that we call doing the work, learning in order to grow. Even if you'd rather not sit in these feelings, because growth doesn't happen when you're comfortable. So please stay, be willing to get uncomfortable with me for the sake of having a better understanding of trauma and how it impacts you, how it impacts those you love and how it, how it's, it has affected black people in America since day one. And if you care at all about being anti-racist, I need you here to learn. If you are white, I need you here to learn so you can be part of the solution. If you are black or a person of color or of mixed race, and if you've ever experienced any kind of racism, or if you know your parents or your grandparents have experienced it, I need you here to understand your own trauma and what can be done to recognize it and to heal it so that it's not passed on to future generations. And the second thing I want you to keep in mind, trauma is trauma, is trauma. So if I'm talking about racism, but maybe that example doesn't exactly apply to you, think of the trauma that has taken place in your life. We all have it. It might be sexual assault, heartbreak, abandonment, death of a loved one, disease, cancer, job loss, divorce, abuse of any kind, injuries. Uh, For many people, including myself, there is religious trauma. If you've ever had fear instilled in you by a religion that you were essentially born into or you were told you're not allowed to question it, that absolutely is trauma-inducing, especially for highly sensitive people or empaths. And that's a huge area of my own life that I've been spending countless hours trying to heal. Uh, Maybe there's trauma from your sexuality, being shamed or unaccepted by others. Maybe you were bullied. And oftentimes trauma happens in childhood when we are too young to understand the world around us. But maybe something happens that leaves us in total, like total, total fear at age four. That's trauma. And the more trauma you experience and unhealed trauma that you carry from previous generations, unfortunately, the likelihood for disease continues to climb and climb the more trauma that you have endured. And as it relates to what so many black people face from police in America, being racially profiled while innocent or not, absolutely classifies as a traumatic event. The really sad part of this is that a lot of these things are not recognized as trauma by people, even though there's an actual chemical impact on what's happening on a cellular level in the body, though wash of hormones that's happening when a a traumatic event happens. Too often we ourselves or those around us dismiss actual trauma with things like, oh, I'm fine, or you'll be fine, or oh, it was no big deal. Really, I'm fine. Well, at least I'm still alive or toughen up, suck it up. Well, at least it doesn't, at least it didn't happen as badly to me as it did to so-and-so, which is a form of spiritual bypassing 
which is totally unhealthy. I've said things like this in other episodes, so go back and learn about that. But part of learning and growing and doing better and supporting those that we care about is stopping this kind of dismissive language and replacing it with empathy. Dismissing it by saying those types of things like, oh, you're fine, or oh, it could have been worse, I'm really fine. These are all things that perpetuate the cycle of passing on trauma to future generations. And I hope that you care enough about humanity in general to agree that we need to heal. We need to not dismiss it. And we need to treat it so that it's not passed on in order to have healthier generations in the future. Now, in case the concept of trauma still feels very intangible to you, let me define it. Basic, a basic definition of trauma is a deeply disturbing or distressing experience, emotional shock followed by a stressful event, or a physical injury that may be associated with physical shock and sometimes leads to long-term neurosis or neuroses. So to define the types of trauma, there are two categories. Um, Well, there's more than two, but two of them are little t trauma or trauma with a lowercase t and big t trauma or trauma with a capital T. And knowing this for yourself will help in case you're sitting there thinking about stuff from your own life and maybe you're wondering, is this trauma? I wonder if that event counts as trauma. So here we go. This is going to help you categorize things a little bit better. So small t trauma or little t trauma. These are experiences that leave you feeling hopeless or emotionally distressed. Little t traumas leave you feeling like it's impossible to cope, but they do not necessarily cause life-threatening or bodily-threatening outcomes. So some examples of little t trauma are things like breakups, divorce, conflicts at work, having a child or a few children, infidelity, being lied to, uh, being manipulated, financial difficulty. Or being bullied. And these are typically the things not usually classified as trauma, like by our friends or our peers or our family, but it's still trauma. If you feel it and it feels like a heavy load to carry, there is a chemical process happening in the body that is just like any other trauma. So even if you have people around you being spiritually bypassy with things like, oh, it's going to be okay, or chin up, buttercup, they really need to listen to this show because. The body is sensing trauma and it is trauma. It is a lot of times these things are stuffed down inside or we force ourselves to go on because we're told to quote unquote be strong. And unfortunately, our society glorifies toxic social norms like, oh, I got to stay strong for the family or I'm the family's rock. But if you can never put a stop to this kind of dismissive bypassing, um, if you can ever put a stop to this kind of dismissive bypassing, that's going to be a beautiful thing because we can't heal what we don't acknowledge and you got to feel it to heal it. I like that. You can make that a mantra. You got to feel it to heal it. It's so true. There are far too many people who glorify not feeling. And that's one reason why we have so much disease now. It absolute, There is scientific proof of this. You got to feel it to heal it. There is no there is no pride in being a non-feeler. It's just it, it's disgusting and it's got to stop. Now, big T trauma. There are significant events that uh, 
big T trauma, significant events that leave a person feeling powerless and hopeless. And these are events where a person has no control over the environment, which has been identified as the source of the trauma. So big T traumas are often life-threatening events like natural disasters, tornadoes, floods, hurricanes, terrorist attacks, being in combat at war, car accidents, rape, physical injury, disease, abuse, um, the death of a loved one, uh, witnessing death, to name a few. Now, big T traumas, they create intense distress that interferes with a person's ability to function or get through the day. People who experience this type of trauma are more likely to engage in avoidant behavior to minimize the things that may serve as reminders of whatever caused the trauma. They might avoid certain places. I've done, I've done all of these things. Avoid certain places. Move. Quit a job. Ignore text messages. Get rid of things that remind them of trauma. And these are all their attempts to cope with the intense pain that is felt. So we've got little T trauma, big T trauma. Now another kind of trauma, racial trauma. Doesn't need much explanation, but simply being a minority in the United States and other countries, but you know, most of us are in the United States, being a minority is racial trauma. It's a, a disgusting truth. There are other forms of racial trauma, microaggressions towards you as a minority, discrimination, hate crimes, police brutality, and countless forms of systemic oppression that affect the lives of minorities on a daily basis. More on that to come. And then another type of trauma that I've already mentioned, we have ancestral trauma or generational trauma. 400 years of slavery, oppression, if it's affected anyone in your family, it's in your DNA. And it affects a significant portion of the population because unfortunately, past generations didn't have the tools to do the type of healing that we can do now. And that's another reason why it's so important for you to stay on this journey with me to learn because we've never had the tools to heal from generational trauma like we do now. So lots more on that to come. Then there's also birth trauma. This is an interesting one. So even things like pregnancy, postpartum depression, those are considered trauma. But in addition to that, there is a lot of new science around the trauma of just simply being born. Like if there were complications during the time that your mother was actually delivering you, um, it causes cascades of hormones during the birth process that can have an effect throughout your entire life and make you at higher risk for all kinds of diseases because it affected your immune system while you were in that extremely fragile state. Now, this is, I'm not going to go deeper into this later in the series. So if it interests you, just do a Google search on birth trauma. There's tons of info out there. But since many more people are becoming educated on how real birth trauma is and how it can affect your entire life, this is a huge reason why many more women are opting to give birth outside of a hospital setting, which is treated like a physical emergency. And it's really not all that healthy uh, in a lot of people's opinions. And there are more natural ways, which I personally think is fantastic. Now, any of these types of trauma, these add layers and layers that can eventually, or even a single layer, can add up to PTSD. Now, PTSD is being thrown around much too loosely in a joking manner presently, but there is also a lot of true PTSD that is truly undiagnosed. And again, I'm not diagnosing anyone, but signs of PTSD from a traumatic event are ruminating thoughts about an event, 
uh, flashbacks. Maybe you can't fully process something or you feel like you mentally just can't move on or work through what's happening in your head because of an event. Those are pieces of PTSD. And it's important to remember that PTSD looks and feels different for everyone. Now, I was diagnosed with PTSD in 2008 from a sexual assault that happened to me nine years prior to 2008, so in 1999. And in the span of those nine years, it had never occurred to me that I might have PTSD. But in hindsight, I most definitely did and do. Um, I was sexually assaulted, raped in my own apartment by a man I did not know. Um, What part of my PTSD looks like is that I struggle with the simple fact of opening the front door for anyone. Uh, For me, that was a defining moment opening the door of my home for a stranger that changed the entire trajectory of my whole life. And there have been many days since then where I've had an extremely difficult time with flashbacks and emotional distress, just knowing that I might, I would have to open the door in the next few days for a guest or anyone for any reason, but especially on the days when I've had things like, um, you know, somebody coming over to fix my internet service or home repairs or things like that, where I have to allow a strange man into my home. (sighs) You can probably tell from my voice, it's, it's, it's hard to even talk about. Um, It, it's gotten somewhat better over the years, but there have been times when I was reeling emotionally for three or four days prior, just knowing that I had maybe like internet service scheduled and I didn't really have anyone to turn to who could hold that kind of pretty massive emotional space that I needed. And those have been some of the hardest times of my life. Uh, So that's just one traumatic event that has, uh, that is just a glimpse of one traumatic event that has, what it has been like for me living with PTSD as a result of trauma. Now you might be thinking, but what about therapy? Doesn't that fix things? Well, we're going to get into that later in the series, and I feel like we've only scratched the surface on trauma, so there are a few more episodes to come. Thank you for being here with me and being willing to heal and learn and grow. Again, this is so important, so make sure you're subscribed, and please share this with anyone and everyone who you care about and who might have some healing to do. I'm going to close this out differently this time than I normally do, so until next time, breathe. That's all. I just want you to breathe and keep breathing and be gentle to yourself. And I will have more for you soon. Thank you for listening. Celebrate victory.